It's time for the End of Conversation Podcast With funny man Damian Lemon And the voice of your choice Ali Muhammad This is Damian Lemon This is Ali Muhammad And this is In the Conversation The Podcast Yes, yes, we are back Black History Year, fourth quarter Still thriving, beyond surviving. We out here, it's getting cold, beginning to look like holiday season. How you doing, bro? I'm doing great, man. That was um that was a pretty poetic intro you had there. Thank you. Thank you, brother. That was off no the doubt. head. That was, you no know, doubt. that was in the moment. Sound like yeah, you sound like you had your fro popping with an afro pick, Hilarious. fist in the air. You know what I'm saying? It was very uh nostalgic. Threw mm. me back. To the times of um, the black arts movement and shit, <laughs> but I could dig it. I could dig yeah, it. See, you still with it? I could dig it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or some Stream. Gil Noble vibes. Yeah, streaming through you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, we we here, we here, we out here trying to, you know, get through it all. You know, not even trying to get through it all, just getting through it all and making the most of it as we move through. You know? Yes, sir. What's up with you though? What's been good, man? Everything's been good, man. You know, shit. You know, hit a. It was out at uh, Jackson State. They was doing their championship game, so that was pretty mm-hmm. cool. Um, we was there doing some interviews, and just so happened they went to the championship that same weekend. So we was able to shoot some of that. That was, you know, the energy was really dope. You know, what I mean, they had a lot of excitement. It's been a hell of a season for them since Prime been there and they've been able to come back to the stadium. So the energy is, is, you know, off the meter. Um, it was, it was, it was interesting because we went to, we went to Jackson state for homecoming, but you know, it was, it was a grind. So I didn't really pay attention as much as I, you know what I'm saying? As I did this time, cause I had a, a, a bigger crew. So, you know, had a little more latitude. And so, um, it was it was interesting to watch the dynamics after we had done the interviews. See, before we just went and started shooting, but now that we've done interviews, we kind of understood what the band did when, and you know, different things that they do in their culture. That's that's different from you know the Miak culture and all that. Like you know, Fan U culture is different in how they bands operate, and so I never heard of like the zero quarter in the fifth quarter where. They bands come in an hour before the game and start blowing against each other. You know, I never even heard of that. So to see that, that bring a whole different kind of energy to the to that football game. So it was it was interesting to watch, man. We had a good time. That sounds cool. So basically, it's kind of like the bands warm it up like a DJ. Yeah, it was like a battle of the bands kind of like so. You know, um, Jackson State they march in to this. Uh, long drum sequence and play uh this uh get ready and um you know the crowd everybody know it they've been playing that same shit since the 80s or whatever you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so everybody know it so everybody into it when the, when they come in and you know it's already like you know 8000 people in there waiting just for the bands right and so wow. so they come in they march in and then they they got a whole route that they take and go up a ramp and you know what i'm saying they march across you know part of the audience Till they get to the section where they sitting, so you know they'll break down in front of the audience. It's like a whole, it's a whole like a mini parade before the game, 
And then they were playing Prairie View. So Prairie View come in, they do their thing and go sit in their seats. And then immediately they start blowing against each other. <laughs> you know, as loud as possible. So it's hype, you know what I mean? And it's, it's something that, you know, I guess the, the teams are warming up and all that kind of shit. So the competition already gets going before the football even gets going. So right. I thought that was pretty cool. That sounds cool. That sounds dope. Now, Jackson State, that's in Mississippi? Jackson, Mississippi, baby. Okay, got you, got you. All right, that's what's up. So prime time's out there. He then reinvigorated the culture there, at least on that level, sports-wise, football-wise. What I've learned, though, is what I've learned is he didn't reinvigorate the culture. He added something to a culture that was already intense. You know what I'm saying? So they have a long-standing football culture there. So him coming just brings a little national attention. You know, brings a little more excitement, probably puts more asses in the seats, but the culture was already there. So he's not building it from scratch. He's standing on something that was already there, which is what I'm finding out. From the outside, you think, oh, yeah, prime here now, everybody paying attention. But nah, these people proud, and uh, they let you know. <laughs> That's what's up. So they won. Yeah, they won. So, you know, prime brought the championship home. You know what I'm saying? So... The swag is, you know, they they won the swag. Okay, that's what's up. I saw. Speaking of Jackson State, I saw. I don't know if it was Prime that brought brought her out, but I saw Brittany Renner was speaking to the the students mm-hmm. or the uh, yeah. the the team. Yeah. Uh, at Jackson State, uh, do you know anything more? I, what I got from it, it seemed like she was kind of, I guess, came out there to kind of give them some game. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But um. What do you know about that? Because that seemed interesting. Nah, that's that's pretty much what I know. I wasn't in the room, but the, the tripped out shit about her whole little because she's had a controversy since homecoming, Jackson State homecoming. And okay. oh right, we, right, I heard. Go ahead. So you know she's been you know the, in the chat since then for saying mm-hmm. you know she she arrived for homecoming and hide your sons, and people right. kind of took offense to her like she's out here trying to get some college kids or whatever which you know most aren't kids but the thing is she went to jackson state and she was returning for homecoming doing what regular homecoming people do you know what i'm saying so when grown people go back to homecoming they looking for the other grown folks that that went to school with them so i think that was just like a big like you know you know how the internet get so him him bringing her back you know saying again she's an alumni it makes sense. And, you know, Prime know the internet. So he was probably playing to, you know, what people are already talking about. He keeping that shit, keeping their name in, in the uh, media cycle. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's savvy. Mm-hmm. Right, that's what it is. That's That, that seemed kind of ill. Yeah. Um, so Mississippi, that's what it is. What else did you do out there? Did you go anywhere? Did you eat anywhere? I know Mississippi's known nah. for good food. It was in nah. and out or work? It was, it was in and out. Yeah, it was all work. We came in, had to get to it, you know, long hours. Shit, we was going to go out, but then uh-huh. decided to door dash it. <laughs> okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? We ain't door dash nothing exclusive to Mississippi because, you know, when you right. were the group, when you were the group, <clears throat> you were the group, people wanted to, in this particular group, they wanted to play it safe. Like, shit, let's just go with something we know. You know right. what I'm saying? So we we did a regular old Ruby Tuesdays. 
So, <laughs> so uh, that was that. And, and dump yeah. files and, you know what I'm saying, copy files over, you know, doing all that media exchange. Right, 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 right. That's what's up. But, you know, when you're doing stuff like that, especially when you're interviewing people and you're talking to people and, and you're getting inside people's head, it's, that shit is exhausting. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you almost don't even want to deal with no more people after that. You just want to, you know, download and shit, get back to your own self and get on the plane. Yeah, I can imagine. I can definitely imagine. Especially, did you have a, it was a bunch of interviews? Did you get to interview um, primetime or nah? Nah. The president, we did the athletic director, mm-hmm. the band director, some students, SGA president, Miss Jackson State. You okay. Know. And then at the game, we just did a bunch of tailgaters. Getting Sounds getting cool. into that tailgate culture. Yeah. So where do you, I mean, you've been to their homecoming. You've seen their band. Where are they in the hierarchy that you've seen? Black college homecomings and bands, where do they rank? I would put them top five. You know wow. what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. They they right there. I mean, they not big. So you got FAMU, of course. You got Southern. You got uh, Jackson State, Grambling. Mm-hmm. And shit, who else? <laughs> what you got? I know I'm, I know I'm getting cussed out. I know Is NCANT. Hampton up there? I ain't Hampton never heard nothing about Hampton Band. I don't know. I mean, I know Clark Atlanta got a band, but I don't think we known for our band. Yeah. They good enough for us. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I, you know what I'm saying? I ain't never really seen seen them in the fight, so I can't yeah. truly say where they rank, but I ain't never really heard nobody bring them up. I always Tennessee hear about State? the... Okay. Nah, go ahead. Okay. You always hear about. Now, the I always what? hear. I always hear about FAMU, the Rattlers, the what are y'all called, the One Hundred or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always the hear hundred, about that. The Hundred, the Hundred. You ain't even got to put the one on it. The Hundred. The Hundred. All right. All right. Back. <laughs> Fair enough. I hear about Grambling. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do I hear? I don't know why I hear about. I might have heard about Grambling first. That might have been one of the first things I ever heard. Do they are they Grambling? Are they? Participants in the Bayou Classic? Or yeah, no? Southern, Southern and Grambling is the Bayou Classic. Okay, so that's probably why I know about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's about it, to be totally honest with you. I'm not that steeped in band culture. So, but, uh, you know, I just know the the more, I guess, the commercial of the, mm-hmm. of the joint. So that's why I was curious where Jackson State's band. And then no. you said Prairie View. How did they, how'd they hold up against Jackson State in the little, the little battle? I mean, it didn't seem. I mean, I, I didn't. I didn't. I, I I wouldn't say they won. They won no slouch, but I don't think they was blown. I think Jackson State just they had the exuberance. They was ready. They was right. home. They was in their home stadium. Right. It was they. It was their house. You know what I mean? And they Got came. It. They a little. They probably was a little smaller than Prairie View, but they. You can't tell. They making noise. And then, uh, so, so yeah, you got Grambling Southern, Jackson State. I think they all, like, you know what I mean? They've been historically battling each other for years. Mm. Then you, mm-hmm. you got, uh, you got FAMU, Tennessee State. Now, Tennessee State, well, I would never say they beat us on the field, but they definitely got a, um, a lively presence in the, in the stands. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, 
Fam, you don't really work the stands the way a lot of these other bands do. They, you know, they kind of, it's almost like they feel like they don't have to do all that. You know what I mean? We ain't got to show up an hour early and battle a band. We are the hunting. You know what I'm saying? We the upper echelon. That's how they carry it. So, but when you in the stands, Tennessee State Band, they be rock. They got a bass line. They be playing. That shit be rocking. You know what I'm saying? You be like, damn. I wish our band did that in the stands. But they don't. Tuskegee bands tear the stands up, too. Like, they student section go crazy. You know what I'm saying? If you want to see that shit, you just go to YouTube, search ball, and parlay Tuskegee. And you'll see how they get B-A-L. Ball. Okay. uh-huh. Like ball, ball and parlay. Okay. And, and they be killing that shit. <laughs> I gotta check that out. So, yeah, I gotta but, check that out. Yeah. But they probably don't, you know what I'm saying? They probably don't get in the rankings of the, like, you know, them top bands like that, but they do what they do in they, in they space. Okay. All right. And now Homecoming, where do they rank? Is, is Jackson State in the, in the conversation or? Nah. They 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 like to think they are, you know what I'm saying? I, 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 okay. <laughs> I like their homecoming. Their homecoming was cool, you know what I'm saying? It was cool. It's it's just not big, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's they got they got they they strip that they do on they do on Friday, and that's it's it's good because it's like a contained space, and so it's one strip and it's like everybody hit that strip. And then the band come down there, the football team come down there. Everybody show up. It's like they got the one set, and that's where everybody show up. You know, like other homecomings, it'd be a whole lot of things going on in a whole lot of places. Is you know, it's just they are a, a smaller community, but it's definitely got the energy. It's 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 got a one energy. You know, mm. it ain't it ain't stale by no measure of the imagination. It's just smaller. Than a lot of the other, like some of the other ones. Got you, got you. That's what's up. Shout out to Jackson State. Congratulations on the win. That's big. Yes, sir. Yeah, it is. What's good with you, man? Man, I'm good. I'm good. I can't complain. Things are all right. Uh, I did have a situation with my car. I went grocery shopping, came out. I think somebody somebody swiped the whole side of my ah. car. It looked like a grocery, yeah, looked like a damn shopping cart or something. Like went it went crazy, so I got to I had to take that shit to the body shop and um, getting it fixed. And it's you know that's one of those type of things that it's an accident, but it, you know it just it come out of nowhere. The shit. Mm-hmm. It's deductible talk, and that you know that be stock X money. You know what I'm saying? You just <laughs> feel a certain type of way, you know. Um, so that shit was a little unfortunate, but uh, the, I dropped it off today. Got a got a rental. They put me in a young caddy truck. We were talking all that mm-hmm. rental talk recently, so this is uh, actually kind of cool. But I was um, I was excited too because I went to this one spot. I, Put in this body shop over in Jersey. Mm-hmm. That's what the uh, insurance company recommended. So I was like, mm-hmm. all right, you know, uh, let me do that. Gives me an excuse to go to Jersey to hop that bridge. Cause I don't really, I don't hop the bridge that often, but when I do, I like, you know, I take advantage of being in Jersey, you know, mm-hmm. and, and nothing crazy, <laughs> but you know, I get to little hit them big box stores and stuff like that. That's not really around the city. 
go to a good Walmart, go stupid in there, run around <laughs> H-Mart, you know, shit like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I did that. I had a good time. Um, what else is going on, man? I, you know, what else is going on? I mean, there's, you know, all types of shit. We're going to get into it. But um, I've been not heavy, but I've been really trying to practice this whole cooking without a recipe thing. Just, mm-hmm. you know, just going in there. Last week, I'm starting, I'm calling it making beats. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Where I just looking, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Look in the refrigerator, look in the cabinet, and and figure out what, what the the elements are going to be, what my samples are going to be, what I'm going to chop up, and then mm-hmm. make something. You know, sometimes it's heat. So far, it's been heat. I haven't, I haven't, I mean, I only did it one time since I called it making beats. But, um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's cool. It's like a nice little, I don't want to say like a meditation, but it's something to do, you know, that uh, it's just fun in the moment, you know? It's yeah. like really on some real going on for whim type shit. Let me throw that in there. Let me add that in there. It kind of really connects you to whatever you eat, mm-hmm. you know? So Let me ask you something. Yeah. When you're yeah, doing that yeah. type of exercise, like, you know, you've been, you've been get really getting to it over the last, right. you know, couple of years. Do you, like, now that your grandmother's not here anymore, do you kind of feel her in that process? Uh, a little bit. Sometimes. I feel her more when I, like, I'm freezing shit. You know, that was her thing. <laughs> She is the freezer queen. Like, that was her shit. She'd have shit. I don't even know how long shit been frozen, but she know she have a fucking, like, off-the-top itemized. She knows exactly what the inventory is in that freezer at all times. Oh, yeah, I think I got some turkey wings in the freezer. I could, I could pull that out, and I got the, you know what I mean, that whole thing. But mm-hmm. I had this conversation over Thanksgiving. While my family, it's funny because it's me... And then I got my brother and my sister. And I got step I got a stepbrother and stepsister, but my brother and my sister, you know, they're older than me. So like we went through this whole thing kind of who cooks in the family, right? So my mm-hmm. grandfather was actually a chef in the army or cook if they trying to shed mm-hmm. on. He was a cook in the in the army or whatever. And mm-hmm. he was known for his coleslaw. That's one thing, like, family-wide, that's one thing he was known for. But he was probably the guy that was, like, the cook. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he used to cook for my grandmother. My grandmother could cook, too, but she wasn't somebody that was like, I'm about to burn it down, even though mm-hmm. I thought she could cook. You know, similar to, I think my sister could cook, but she's not somebody that, like, the joy of cooking. You know what right. I'm saying? Um my mom's, when I was young, she could cook as far as I remember, you know, but my sister and my brother, who are older than me, were like, nah. And I feel like she got better. You know what I mean? I think she must have got better by the time I came around. Because when we start throwing back memories of her cooking, they like, nah, I don't know about that. Wait, you said her chicken was good? Nah. You know what I mean? So... It's like an artist got different eras. And you're like, nah, but I really, I really like the call to four. They're like, call to four. But, um, <laughs> you know. So I say all that to say, like, when I think about my grandmother, more so than anything, it's really about the, the freezing and the recollecting. Like, oh, okay, I got that. I got that in the freezer. But, like, as far as 
And maybe just the whip-up game, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I haven't really thought about it that deeply. Mm-hmm. But, um, man, well, now that you say well, that. Well, I was so, I was just making an assumption. But now that you said that uh, your grandfather was more of the cook, maybe uh-huh. you feel that. Maybe you get, get, got his spirit in you. I think there's some of that. I think I got that when uh, with my grandfather. I think there's some of that. Because uh, he was always good at just chefing shit up. Just whatever. Like, just... He approached it like he was a chef, and it could be whatever. I remember, like, you know, when I was in elementary school, they used to sell these little the soft pretzels for, like, 35 cents, the big-ass soft pretzels. And sometimes I would buy one at lunch, and I would save it till when I went home. Sometimes I'd go to my grandparents' house, and my grandfather would reheat that shit, hit it with some jelly or, like, you know, just some different shit, just take it to another level. And I definitely remember that. And uh, mm-hmm. outside the kitchen, one of his things was, you know, let's take a ride. You know what I mean? He'd just get in the mm-hmm. whip and just be driving all around, you know, running errands or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, doing whatever he had to do. But that was it. Let's, we're going to go take a ride. It wasn't no destination. Or maybe because I was a kid, he ain't need to tell me the destination. All you need to do is just get in the car and we're going to whip around. So anytime, mm-hmm. like, I'm driving aimlessly, I definitely think of him in that. In that capacity, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's what's yeah, up. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. You ever you know, do I was that just track? asking. I, I was just asking because, you know, sometimes I, I be contemplating that type of shit. Because, you know, sometimes you be doing stuff and it's flowing, but you be like, where, where did this come from? You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes it be right. like something that you ain't even really thinking about and it's just hitting you in a certain kind of way. And it's like, mm-hmm. um, it's like, damn. You know, I wonder where did that come from? Because, you know, they, they always talking about, you know, your your DNA and, you know, how information travels through your DNA and and how information is the, the smallest aspect of life, you know, even mm. beyond atoms and shit like that is information. So it's like if you take that information, you like sometimes information that hits you and you don't know where it came from. You know, sometimes people say, you know, that's God talking to you whatever. But, you know, I'll be wondering, you know, some people talk to their ancestors and shit, too. So I just be wondering sometimes where shit be dropping in at. Because I ain't really know a lot of my ancestors. But, you know, mm. I'm, I'm sure they in there somewhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you feel from the ones that you do know that may have passed recently, do you ever do anything that you feel like you're channeling them? or you were, Or even people that are in your family that may still be alive that you do, that you feel like this is definitely highly influenced by this person. Well, well, you know, my pop's name Bilal. So, Uh you know, anytime you got to do any type of uh, lecturing, uh, (laughs) monologuing on your kids, any of that, you know what I'm saying? And you be lying them, you know what I'm saying? Cause Hilarious. my shit comes straight, <laughs> straight from, <laughs> straight from the tree with that. You know what I mean? It's like, I, I be feeling his whole energy when I, mm. when I gotta get my kids together or something. Or even like when you're talking to one of your people, like, you know what I'm saying? You know, sometimes your people might call you and they, they might be feeling some type of way about their day or their life or what's going on. And they, you know, sometimes people, you know, feel like they they down or they want to give up and shit. Like, my whole pep talk is not um, your mama's pep talk. It ain't very soothing. It's a very, 
is it comes from my pops and my Cleveland family. You know what I'm saying? And it's very direct and aggressive and hard and and it's like no, not pull yourself together, but it's like, you know, nah, fuck that. You gotta you gotta think about the gifts that you got as opposed to all your problems. You gotta think about your opportunities, you know what I'm saying? You make what your future gonna be. You know what I'm saying? So you ain't no need in sitting around here worrying about some shit you can't change because you can change what's going next. You know what I'm saying? If you got two mm-hmm. feet and some hands, you know what I'm saying? You can make your next steps, you know? So you got to get up off your ass and, and make those steps. You know what I'm saying? And it'd be like, I don't even, it don't even be me no more. It'd be a whole nother character. You know what I mean? And it just come out. <laughs> and it's deck directly, you know what I'm saying, influenced by my pops because he the type of dude, you know, he was a single father. So, you know what I'm saying? He, I think he got us, I was in like um, fourth, fifth grade, like fifth grade or some shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're a kid, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's like, but he never talked to you like a kid. It's like, you know, like, you know, when you talk to kids, we're like, okay, now, Johnny, go get some of that defibrillator. Okay, now, you know what I mean? Have you done, you started your homework? You know, you need to be on time. Nah, it was never none of that. That shit was like, all right, now make sure you get that homework done. You know what I'm saying? After that, you know, you're going to clean that kitchen, wash them dishes, and, you know, get yourself ready for bed. And I'll see y'all later. I'm about to be out of here. Hold it down. You know what I'm saying? Here go to 22. You know what I mean? If somebody come in here, aim for the head. You're like, God damn. Like, shit. Fifth grade? Fifth grade? Yeah, There's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure for a kid. You know what I'm saying? Right. But that wasn't just, you know what I mean? That scenario is like every like any time that he's communicating with you, he's communicating with you like you already understand some shit that you might not understand. Right. You know? So at some point you gotta catch up, you know? And mm-hmm. and I think with that, it's like like I always be saying it's harder for me to to like talk to kids. Like like I'm on this project right now and um a friend of mine suggested you know, their niece come work with us and shit because they in college and we was going to be on that campus. Cool, cool, cool. You know what I'm saying? It's all good. But she showed up. She's a kid. You know what I'm saying? She's young. She don't know nothing about what we doing. You know, she's there to learn. She's, you know what I'm saying, want to help out. And me, I don't really have a whole lot of patience for it. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, all right, Boom, fall in line. That's what we got going. Whoop, shank, pain, you know what I'm saying? Ha, ha, ha. But then I realized that she wasn't ready. She wasn't prepared mm-hmm. for that type of, you know, conversation. So I had my man B with me. And B is more, he's more like a mentor type. You know what I'm saying? Hey, let me show you the way. Da, 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 da. So I was like, hey, B, you know what I'm saying? Figure out a program for her so she could learn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I can't do it. Because it's it's a lot on the line for me. It's work for me. And I don't have time to stop and teach when I got to go and work and get this shit done. Because we already in a fire drill. You know what I'm saying? In an impossible situation that people don't think shit could get done. So, you know, I had to pass it off. And then, I, you know, I, I like how he worked with it because, again, he's more built for that type of shit. I I never been talked to like a young person. So it's harder for me to talk to a young person like a young person. Right. What do you think he did? So he turned whatever, like your marching orders into like a curriculum kind of situation. Like, what do you think the, 
the well, breakdown of the point of now difference. Now he was. he he was able to 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 look at what we all had going on and come up with something that would fit her skill set that she could feel like she's a part of the program. You know what I mean? So it's like, all right, boom. Make a list of all the important places on campus so we can make sure that we cover them. All right, boom, she went down, made her list, da da da. All right, cool. Go and, you know, with your phone, shoot this and shoot these types of things and bring that back. Boom, go, mm. shoot, you know what I'm saying? She's shooting all the stuff. Can, you know what I'm saying? So by the end, she was a part of the process and, you know, she was working with the team in different ways. And, and so it worked out. But I realized I was not in, a, in the best position to actually execute that. Got it. Cause yeah, that's good. Yeah, f- fucking with me, you had need to have some bills and have had some heartbreak, heartbreaking bills. <laughs> Other than that, you don't understand. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got to understand that if shit don't get done, bills don't get paid. You know what I mean? You need to have that type of understanding in life in order for me to have good communication in that type of regard. Right. You gotta have a level of urgency. Right, be, you know, yeah, yeah. something to lose, damn near, something damn near dire. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It ain't got to be dire. Over. It ain't got to be dire, but it had to definitely. You had to understand consequences. You know okay. what I'm saying? Consequences uh-huh. of decisions, and a lot of kids don't understand consequences. That's why you see them doing all kind of shit. You know what I mean? Because they don't really know. You know, you gotta. You had to have had. You had to have bumped your head and made a decision that went. Some type of way that be like, oh shit, I, I might not need to make that kind. I need might need to be on the good foot with this shit. Or some kids already kind of mature, and they already understand that. All right, I'm gonna take this shit seriously and and make sure that I complete the task at hand. But then, for me also, is that you know, I kind of, I kind of like working with younger people that kind of like when you know how people say they understand the assignment mm-hmm. and it's like you understand the assignment without somebody having to tell you every step of the way what the assignment is you know if you can kind of all right see what's going on and deduce what you need to do or figure out okay if this is happening and that's happening if i did this that would be useful you know what i'm saying that type of right. that but if you've never done it before it's hard for you to do that. Right, right. No, I hear you. Yeah, I hear you. I'm trying to see where I was at as a kid when I first got in the game. I wasn't, I don't think I was very much like, I need a whole lot of, I ain't really need a whole lot of hand holding. I just more so felt like if you thought that I could do that shit, if I got the opportunity to do it, if I found out what it was that needed to be done, I'm going to, and if I felt like, yo, you were giving me the the opportunity to make that shit happen, and, you know, if I didn't make it happen, it's going to be on me, mm-hmm. more often than not, I'm going to make that shit happen. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, I mean, because I'm, I'm not trying to, you know, I don't want to fail. I don't want to, you know what I'm saying, let anyone down type shit. And mm-hmm. I want to step up to the opportunity because then I might create another opportunity. Right. And um, I remember one time... Uh, I used to intern at this uh, <clears throat> at this ad company. This was like one of the first. 
I forget diversity ad companies they had. I forget there's a name for them, but like there was this advertising agency called West Wayne in Atlanta back in the mm-hmm. day, and they had a shop within called Black Sheep, that mm-hmm. was uh like the you know the, the diversity the black the black uh, advertising wing or whatever, and it was like I was in this rotational internship, so it was these four people that I dealt with, but um out the four. Uh, there was this one, I had this one, um, I guess, supervisor, you know, mentor kind of, Aretta Balden, actually. I think she's running for something in yeah, Atlanta yeah, now. Yeah, I just, I just, I, yeah, she's running for, well, she's re, she's re, running for re-election, District 2, uh, Atlanta Department of Education, School Board, some shit like that, District 2. Yeah, 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 yeah. Aretta is, is official. She was a hell of a boss. I had good bosses, all all of them. Um, mm-hmm. But I remember one thing that she said that stuck with me. She was like, if somebody says, if somebody uh, believes you can do some shit, you could do that shit. Even if you don't <laughs> think you could do it, if somebody believes you could do that shit, you could do that shit. And it was mm-hmm. just, I don't know, it was mm-hmm. like, it was, it was wisdom and it was G in the way she said it, but it was just one of those things. Like if somebody, because if you think about it, somebody... Gonna give you that opportunity, you know what I'm saying? Like, look, mm-hmm. you can do this. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna put themselves out there and put that that responsibility on you. You know, one, it's your responsibility to, to hold it down. But two, more often than not, people are not gonna set themselves up for failure. If they're gonna delegate a task to you, then they, they see something in you, even if you right. might not see it in yourself. So, right. you know, in the midst of getting that shit done, you'll get to the other side of your ability. So I always right. thought that was smooth. Yeah, so shout out to Aretta Ball. I hope she, you know, gets reelected. Right, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I saw that actually today. I was, you know what I'm saying, because I didn't know. And I saw it pop up on my LinkedIn. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. shit, they're rather running for, okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what's up. That's dope. That's dope. Mm-hmm. I wish I knew more about what all of that shit meant. <laughs> I'm really, you know, like, I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm not really that, uh... I don't know the most sophisticated knowledge of politics, especially on those on those levels. You know, mm-hmm. district attorney, uh, you know, chairperson, house seat. You know what I mean? <laughs> Committee. You know, shout out to my man Cameron Tremble. He know all of that type of shit. But you know, I know it means something. I know it. You know, it ain't no light task. You know, the people believe in you, and the people need you. But uh, as far as what you do, I don't know. I just know you 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 you're important to some folks. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So shout out to all of them people in the in the district, <laughs> and not just DC. <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever. I think a, I think a Tate. I think a, uh whatever officer Tate. But we ain't gonna get into that. We're gonna we'll talk about that <laughs> next week. <laughs> <laughs> Councilman Tate. We'll speak on that next week. You know what I mean? We're on a power moratorium currently. We'll get to it. Though. That's, a, that's a little, a little shade thrown. Nah, nah. Hey, man, listen. This, listen. this nigga ain't watched it yet. Don't know nah, what man. the fuck is going on with him. Oh man, yeah, man, yeah. But we gotta, we get, we're gonna get that. We're gonna get that in there. We're gonna get that in there. before the finale. We're gonna have, uh, we're gonna have a, some power conversation. Nah, people man, like I, that. I had all intentions of the catch up, man. But again, yeah. I had to go from. It's just been, you know, a lot of running from here to there, from Jackson to Atlanta to New York. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of, one a whole lot of uh, extra 
time. Yeah, man. You got to you know do what you got to do, bro. Yeah, yeah. so. Yeah. I ain't get to catch up. Oh, shit. What else is going on? What else is popping with you? This is not a topic, but it's just a thought. Okay. I was in the I was in the bodega just now, right before the show. You know, went to the uh-huh. store, grabbed some shit. And when I was at the counter, you know how you look up and and you, you see yourself on a security camera? Yeah. I had a a, a, a a visceral reaction to seeing myself on a security camera. You know what I'm saying? Because with all of every time you see a security camera footage like come across your phone and on your camera and your your timeline is always some bad shit happening you know what i'm saying like some mm. tragic shit you know what i mean you don't see how many killings have you seen on the on a goddamn security camera over the last mm. few years i haven't seen more killings and death on on my timeline than i've ever seen in life you know what i mean and so yeah. so it was weird because when i saw myself on the on these the uh, security camera, it, it automatically took me into a, like I was on the timeline or something. I'm like, wait a minute. I don't right. want to be on no goddamn security camera. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hashtag television. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be, I don't want to, I don't want that footage. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. the look of that footage equals some bad shit happening. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Somebody about to run in there. You know, it's always some shit you don't know what's going on and you, and you really need to, Listen to the to the uh, commentary and understand what's happening until you see the guns start blasting and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like every time we look up, you know, somebody robbing the the beauty salon or stealing something out of car. It's always gas like, station. Yeah, yeah, gas station. It's like always that damn security footage, security looking footage, the ring doorbell. Yeah. Right, that's a whole new genre of security right. footage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So now when you see it, when you see yourself in that type of footage, you be like, wait, 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 nah, this ain't the movie I'm supposed to be in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, it's wild. I, I feel you on that. I don't think about that particularly, that I, but I could see the link to that. And, um, you know, it's definitely, yeah, that's definitely real. I could definitely see the link to that and definitely seeing quite a bit of trauma via security cam. I think, because I see it like places like, for instance, I was at Walmart. Certain mm-hmm. aisles, they'll, when you walk in, they got like, if you go into like certain aisles, like the uh, medicine aisles and stuff mm-hmm. like that, you be on camera. Or right. if you're at somewhere like Target and you go into the self-checkout, your mm-hmm. ass is on camera. They looking at you. That mm-hmm. shit make me think, see, I used to be a shoplifter back in the day. So that just <laughs> make me, it just reminds me these motherfuckers is looking. Like, ah, they I, got me. <laughs> right. No, but it's weird because I feel like I ain't boosted in forever. Over 20 some like a long, long, long time ago, right? <laughs> but uh, I still feel a little, like, a little nervous. Like, yo, do I, I ain't got nothing. Like, I know I didn't boost, but there's right. a moment where I'm like, yo... <laughs> I'm, I'm good. Like I gotta remind myself. Like, nah, you ain't. You didn't do nothing. You cool. Right. You fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you could be on camera because you're not guilty. But right. uh, but in those moments, I'm realizing that there's surveillance. That you know, I remember. I tell you this a long time ago. I was um. I was boost. This was like. I don't know. This was like uh, maybe junior high school or something like that, or maybe a little 
I don't know. All I know is I was stealing out of a grocery store, and it was me and my homeboy, and we was we were boosting, and we were switching off. Like at one point, one person would um would be look out, other person would get busy or whatever. So all I, I remember a couple of different things. I remember this must have been around the time when um can't touch this came out, right? Because I don't know. If I see somebody coming up like, oh, 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 you're like, bug it out. <laughs> which is which is not discreet at all, right? If you think about it, but you know, you're young and stupid. Oh, 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 some old dumb shit, right? So they then, put me um, in the mix. <laughs> yeah, they come to hammer. So there was that, and then there was this cat that came up to us while we was boosting or trying to get busy, and he was, you know, he was acting like he was shopping and shit or do shopping or whatever. He was like, yeah, I'm looking for this such and such for my my wife. You know, he playing the whole shit. And I'm mm-hmm. conversation Johnny because I been I know this store front to back. I'm thinking, oh, that's aisle six, man. But I can imagine, da, 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 da. you know, I'm thinking, you know, making a conversation, distraction, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. So we go, we walking out. We about to get up out of there. Dude came, scooped us. <laughs> Y'all got to come upstairs. So we come upstairs. This motherfucker's, uh, he's like, y'all got anything on you? I'm like, nah, what you talking about? You sure you ain't got nothing on you? This motherfucker turned on the cameras. He got the monitors all over. He got the, turned on the monitors. And he, he just see me with the hammer. Uh-oh, uh-oh, I'm looking stupid. And then this <laughs> motherfucker was a, was a, a true store detective. And uh, fortunately, nothing crazy happened. They called, they called my crib. Nobody was at the crib. And they didn't call the cops. They just was like, y'all can't be in here for a while, whatever, whatever. But uh, did y'all have stuff? Yeah, we had some shit on us. It was <laughs> and it was dumb shit. Like it was like pens and nah. uh, <laughs> like cards, baseball cards, and whatever the fuck. Like shit that you steal when you a kid. You know what I mean? But a lot of it. Like we was getting busy. <laughs> we was getting. We we didn't know they had cameras because that was when you realized, Oh, they got because that was the thing too amongst when you boosting oh they got cameras you got chill like that was valuable intel or mm-hmm. they ain't got no cameras you could get busy so um we found out that day oh yeah they got cameras and they must have just got cameras in because they must have been you know getting hit kind of crazy because i mean yeah it was <laughs> it looked like we was in that bitch trick-or-treating you know what i'm saying when we <laughs> when we put our shit out on the counter and then fortunately <laughs> we got to get the fuck out of there never you know never had to come back but um uh, yeah. Now, yeah. when you did the uh-oh, 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 did you do the uh-huh. hammer dance with it? I did a little lightweight, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what was funny in the footage. That's why I looked stupid in the footage, because I'm like, so that's what I'm saying. It's absolutely not discreet at all. Like, yo, why is this kid doing this shit at the top of the aisle? What is he doing? Even if you weren't a store detective, you still going to say that's suspicious. You know what I mean? But, uh, you know, you young and dumb, you don't know. You just out just the, for the sport of it all. It wasn't even really for shit, but the sport. You know, just to see what you could get. That was the thing about it. You know, being a thrill, getting outside the store, and y'all unload, and it's like it would be, you know, uh comparing bounties like what you get oh shit get the fuck out of here you got that oh yeah i caught that you know what i mean da, 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 da. but um yeah so yeah when i do see like a little surveillance 
camera or I know that I'm on camera, you see the little thing that says you are on camera. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, it takes me back to that. It takes me back to that. <laughs> and I got to realize like, dude, you good. You ain't, you ain't put nothing on you. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got nothing in your pockets. Right, right, you know, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I still know people let that boost grown as fuck just for the thrill, I guess. I couldn't do that. Like, I couldn't do that shit. I just don't, at this point, I don't, you know, that's, it's not worth it. It's not worth the, it's not worth the embarrassment. You know what I'm saying? It's not, that, that don't look good. That don't look good. It, 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 it the fucking bing. You got locked up for boosting, for shoplifting? <laughs> ah. <laughs> Damn, nigga, that's what you do. Yeah. Damn, you low life yeah. as fuck. <laughs> no low life, at, yeah, because that's one of them old low life. Anyway, <laughs> oh shit, dude. Um, yeah, that's wild. Uh, I tell you some other shit. I went to go see Slave Play uh, last week with a uh, funny. Went to go see Slave Play with my white homie from Alabama, which seems wild as fuck to do that. But um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I was, you know, he hit me out the blue. He was like, yo, I just won the lottery. I got two tickets to Slave Play you want to see. Now, I respect the fact that he put Slave Play in the text. You know what I'm saying? I ain't show up <laughs> to the theater and I'd be like, yo, what the fuck is this? You know what I mean? But it was hold on, uh, initially. Hold on, hold on, man. Yeah, slow, yeah, slow yeah. Down, slow down. Okay, go ahead. Now, first of all, what is slave yeah. play? I'm going to tell you all about it. So, off rip, I mean, it's slave. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's my, my white homie from Alabama of all places. So, it, you know, initially I was like, I don't know about this could be uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? But then I was, you know, I was on smooth Shonda Rhimes, yeah, yes type shit. So I said, yeah, fuck it, before I ever got uncomfortable. Yeah, man, because I, I just... I was just talking to somebody about it maybe a week or two prior, and they were telling me how good it was, and I'd heard it was good. But anyway, Slave Play is a play written by Jeremy O. Harris, who did the screenplay or adapted, uh, you know, Zola. Like, he adapted Mm -hmm. what Zola wrote to screen. But one of the things that he was known for was this play that I think before it hit Broadway, it was at... um, might have been at Joe's Pub or somewhere like Public Theater, like somewhere, you know what I mean? But it, it got a lot of attention, blah, blah, blah. And I didn't know a whole lot about it. I definitely knew that it was provocative. I definitely knew that it dealt with slavery in a way that, you know what I mean? Like I definitely, as advertised, there's some slavery shit going on. But uh, I didn't know to what extent and how how deep it got, but basically, slave play is about um, without ruining the whole shit, without ruining the whole shit. Because I think, well, you me, I like to go into a lot of shit blind. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So I consider even the trailer a spoiler. You know me, I, I could I go zero to I'm killing the whole shit. So and I'm you trying like to, to go tip-toe. to the slave play with his homie from Alabama blindly. Woo. Blindly, well, not blind, <laughs> but you know, yeah, I did, I definitely, and I knew in that moment, I was like, I'm wilding, I'm wilding, but then I'm also, I'm looking at it like, you know what, fuck it, it could be some material, it could be, you know what I mean, like sometimes you just got to be open to this whole right, shit, right, right, but right. I was definitely in the in prior, I was like. Hope this shit don't get. I know it's heavy, and me and this cat, we cool. We joke about a whole lot of shit, but you know this going. This is a different type of, you know what I mean. But I, I respect this cat uh, 
in the way of, you know, he going to have some respect for what this whole shit is. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, whatever the fuck. So anyway, um, but I, I go, I wound up going to the shit. And so slave play is basically, I don't want to, I don't want to give away everything. Cause I think it's one of those things that if you go in there kind of blind, it, all right, fuck it. I'll say a little bit about it. So basically it's <laughs> like, um, cause I'm trying not to ruin the shit. It's like, it's about relationships. And I'm sure this shit, if you read it, there's so I'm not, I'm trying not to spoil it. All right. So basically there's, it's about like slavery role playing type of shit. Like antebellum role playing, like in the bedroom type shit. And mm-hmm. it's these three interracial couples, right? So, um, one, it opens up, there's this, this black woman with her, her white husband, I believe, or man, boyfriend, whatever. He's from England. That's one couple. Then it's a couple with like a, a biracial cat and his white woman. Then there's a couple with a black man and a white man, right? And, like, the three of them, you know, they go through their whole kind of slave play, sex play type shit. You know what I'm saying? Based on some real antebellum type shit. So it could, it gets a little, oh, wow, this is bugged out. But the <laughs> writing is, int- yeah, it's, it's wild because it plays that line where it's, like, it's heavy, it's provocative, but then it's, like, the writing, there's some funny little, and the acting, there's some funny moments in the mm-hmm. midst of it all, right? Mm-hmm. So off rip, it's like, it's wild. So you're like, okay. And then it flips into, fuck it, it flips into like some uh, therapy shit, like some group therapy shit, like the flip of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if that's stepping on the plot. I don't think so. I didn't know about the flip, so like, the beginning had me like, yo, okay. You know what I'm saying? But then when it flipped, I was like, oh, wow, this is ill. This is interesting. And then it like, it's kind of some commentary on, you know, identity and obviously uh, racial, you know what I'm saying? History, slavery, uh, uh, interracial dating and, and shit like that. It was pretty, it was pretty interesting. It was, it, you know, um, Rihanna's work plays a big part of the whole shit. Um, it's just something to see. Like, uh, I was curious about it because, again, I told you I'd heard it was pretty good, but then I was talking to somebody and they were telling me how much they enjoyed it, blah, blah, blah. And my homie was like, yo, I won this lottery. So I was like, well, fuck it. I mean, I might as well go see this shit on Broadway. And I'm, it's, you know what I mean? It's, it's free. Let me go check it out. It was and at the August Wilson Theater. He won the lottery Theater. for the tickets? So let me tell you this, which is interesting too. White man winning the lottery for slave play, but you know, hey, um, yeah. And I want to put people on. If you don't know, there is a site because now everything's online. You know, like Broadway's always had a lot of lotteries, but oftentimes mm-hmm. you would have to go down to the theater at a certain time and stand outside and and be some luck of the draw type shit. Now, due to COVID and pre- even prior, mm-hmm. it's like. You go online. There's a website called LuckySeat.com. Mm-hmm. And I think on Mondays, early Monday morning, you could put in, and it's free to, in, you know, put yourself in for the draw. And if you win, you get like $25 tickets or nothing more than like $50. But oftentimes, like $25 tickets up to two. 
So these are like, you know, Broadway productions that are like $100, $200 seats. You get them shits for $25. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's a it's a cool way to kind of see a lot of this type of shit. So um, that is also cool, too. That's I wanted to put people on. You check that out. But uh, the August Wilson Theater is fire, too. It's a real nice theater. I think it's fairly new or it's been revamped or whatever. But that shit looks dope. But overall, like, it was a it was a cool... I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I, you know what I'm saying? I would... I want to talk to some people who've seen it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's it's one of those. You're like, wow. You know what I'm saying? It's it's, it's a little... It, it gets wild. You know what I'm saying? And, um... And maybe some black people, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, just to kind of, you know, but um, it was very interesting. It made me, it made me interested in, like, you know, like these interracial relationships. Uh, you know, I'm because, sh- dog, even just off the, the joking side of things, mm-hmm. slavery and racial injustice and, and, racial uh division or you know whatever that all comes into play at least thought wise you know what i'm saying like when you look at an interracial couple as as from the outside you like i wonder how all of this type of shit impacts them or how do they deal with all of that type of shit and then you know you might be like i wonder if that's their kink you know what i'm saying you might think that and mm-hmm. for some, at least in, these, in this situation, that was their kink. And I'm curious as to, you know, how prevalent that is. Because I don't think that shit was pulled out of thin air, you know? But, like, mm-hmm. it, it's just something, it's something weird. Like, not weird. I don't say weird, but it's a different perspective. It's almost back to the whole, when I was watching the Colin Kaepernick thing, it was a different perspective that I never really considered. But it was interesting to see something from a totally, a perspective that I really had no stake in. You what, know? What you, with Colin Kaepernick, what, what are you speaking of? The, just growing up in an inter, as an interracial uh, oh, okay. or a biracial child, especially right. as a black kid, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Biracial or not, as a black kid with white parents. Like, right. how is it to develop, you know, and come of age... You know, but in your own household, you're dealing with microaggressions. You're dealing with people that are foreign to you. Like, they don't understand your culture. You know, mm-hmm. they only, they can only observe it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's that disconnect based on race, you know? And um, how do y'all handle that? How do you manage that? How do you play with that? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so it was just, it was just interesting. It was, obviously, it was a, a way more, um, uh, more, way more intimate and heightened uh, relationship, and you know what I'm saying. It was a different level of interplay, but it was still like, wow, this is this is something I never even thought about. This is interesting, right. though, you know. Right. But yeah, so yeah, check it out. You know, slave play. I I'd say yeah, that's definitely if you can win the lottery, go check it out. You know, um, if you've seen it, let me know what you thought. You know, uh, yeah, it is that. Slave play. <laughs> Slave play. That shit says so what, what it. Was, big and what bold. Was, it looks good. What was your conversation like with your Alabama friends after? We didn't even really talk too much about it. We had a couple laughs about not laugh. Well, it was some shit like there was things that were 
interesting, but it was like, we didn't really get too deep into that. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, what did y'all do? We ain't got some pizza afterward. And we talked about <laughs> a bunch of other shit. We talked about comedy and shit like that. And, you know, caught up. We ain't, I ain't seen him in a minute. You know, we just caught up and y'all shit just, like that. I dressed him from slave the. Shit. No, no, I ain't ignore. I, you know, I from from the door when I got the text, I was like, okay, this was a, this was Dr. King was, talking. you know, like we got into a little <laughs> bit, like, you know, what I'm saying, like, you know, if I swing on you, type shit, you know, like the the regular low hanging fruit of it all, mm-hmm. and it was like, wow, that was that it was interesting. It was different. It wasn't what I expected. I think both of us really had no expectations, so it was like, oh wow, you know what I mean? Like that was that was it. But we ain't sit there and like. Break it down, and not, and maybe I don't think I was consciously of, or maybe I don't know, maybe subconsciously I didn't really want to get into it with that cat about that, you know what I'm saying? But it wasn't anything that I we couldn't have had that conversation about. But I think we was just you know talking about other shit. We might have you know glanced over a little bit, but it ain't get too deep. Wasn't no real unpacking of what we just saw, right? You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was enough to go to slave play. You know what I'm saying? It was it was enough. I was like, man, this is interesting. Um, but yeah, so did that. Uh yeah. yeah it is. That's what's up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's not oh, funny. Shit. I'm not making no I'm not making light of it. It's just uh, interesting when you had to do, you know what I'm saying, shit like that. In the presence of others, and you know what I'm saying, and the others is who invited you, and then you know, you gotta go eat pizza with. You know what I mean? Right, and again, right. you just some I guess sometimes you just push through it. It happened and then that and it didn't happen, you know what I mean? It happened and you move on. Yeah. And I guess right, that's how yeah. life is. Like shit. Slavery happened and now we're here. Like, what do we do? You know? That was the thing. That was what my thought was too, going into it, because I was kinda like we know, like, before we even gonna go see this shit, we both know slavery existed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, we not gonna wind, we not gonna find out tonight that there was slavery. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like, well, mm-hmm. shit. It was, it was, it was odd though. I'm not gonna lie, it was odd. It was different, and there was a, some reluctance at first. But I said, like, I was on some old. Let me, let me try to, let me get out my comfort zone a little bit. You know, maybe a lot a bit. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, shit. Like I, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to live life more openly in a way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not you know, like just um, cause I'm I I could be good to shut some shit down mm-hmm. quick. Fuck that. You know what I mean? And like, I don't. I'm trying. You know, want to want to experience some shit. Want to you know want to have some things to talk about. Want to have some. And not even just on stage, just in life, and just. Things to pull from in different, you know, perspectives or whatever, whatever. And like, you know, getting to the other side of shit that maybe you wouldn't even fathom that you would put yourself in that situation. You know, obviously I'm not doing shit that I'm going to be at harm or super uncomfortable with. But, you know, like shit, man, like I said, man. We both know slavery is out here. You know what I'm saying? This is a, a black dude that wrote this shit. So, you know what I mean? There's also mm-hmm. that part of it. I'm like, I'm hoping, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, I don't. I mean, he made it for this part, the discourse. <laughs> right, 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 right. So it was like, yeah, let me support a little bit of art. You know what I mean? Look at me. Let me support a little art by going on this free lottery ticket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. And is it? 
And it's funny with white people nowadays. Not white people nowadays is is kind of it's interesting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because uh-huh. <clears throat> in the wild, not your friends, but in the wild. Uh huh. So you know, I go to Barnes and Nobles all the time and shit. Or I used to, and then you know, pandemic happened. Now shit is opening up a little bit. And the times that I like to go, like it's closing earlier now because of the pandemic and shit. So now my right. whole rhythm is off. So it's hard for me to go to the one that I usually go to because in the earlier hours it's more crowded. It's, you know what I'm saying? It's a little it's it's wild. It get a little wild in there. You know what I'm saying? Different kinds of energy going on. So I used to like to come in at like six. They close. I think they used to close at ten at one point. You know what I'm saying? Then it. So I used to come in like a little after six and then do my thing. You know what I'm saying? By seven o'clock, it's kind of cleared out. It's slowed down. The energy is nice, right? But now the shit closed at eight. So the energy never get nice, you know? So I'm like, fuck. So I'm like, let me find a whole nother location. Let me see if I can find another location. So I found mm-hmm. a location that's like way out in fucking Long Island, like by Roosevelt Field Mall over there. Oh, Hicksville. Yes, yeah, out there. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So so I go out there, and then the first time I went, I, I, you know, the site, when you're online, it said it closed at 9. So I got out Mm -hmm. there like 7, ready to get it in, but then Mm -hmm. it closed at 8. So I was like, okay, cool. It's a nice location. I could just drive out here and take take just about the same amount of time to drive here as down the court street in real life. But so, all right, I'm going to try it again. I'm going to come a little earlier. Came a little earlier. Got there. Shit. It's, you know, it's cool. It's a little more crowded than I like to be. You know what I'm saying? Have my mask on. Have my daughter with me. And we going in here to, you know, get busy. Yeah, you sit down. Now you out here in the suburbs. And the suburbs is, is different kind of white people. You know what I mean? And... So I have my mask on, I'm chilling, I'm about to sit down. I ain't even get to I ain't even get to what I'm doing yet. And you know, the guy's sitting at the next table. He say he trying to see what my shirt say. My shirt say thorough. But he mm-hmm. thought it said Thor. And I don't I don't know what that means to white people. I'm not sure if he was talking about a superhero or some type of underground group. I don't know what Thor meant to him, but he thought it said Thor. Mm-hmm. So whatever for whatever reason Thor connected with him. And so so I go, no, all right, yeah, say thorough. I'll sit down, and he's like, you know, but you don't have to wear your mask. I'm like, wait a fucking minute, man. He wouldn't tell me what to do with my motherfucking mask, man. He don't you even know? work there. He's just, yeah. he just a white guy. Yeah, yeah. but he, he he trying to kick up this this mask right. discussion. And I don't, uh, don't want to have no fucking mask discussion with you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you don't want to wear a mask, don't wear a fucking mask, man. Leave me the fuck alone. You know what I'm saying? Right. But they want to have a whole fucking discourse on the mask and the vaccine. I mean, like, man, leave me the fuck alone, man. I don't mm. give a fuck, man. You know what I'm saying? The mask ain't killing me. If I'm going to wear my mask, I'm going to wear my motherfucking mask. If I don't, I don't. Right. And you, I ain't telling you what to do with your shit. Don't ask me about my shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, right. okay, that was that. I'm like, okay, cool. That was weird. Uh-huh. And I was fucking up my energy. You know what I'm saying? Now I don't want to yeah. go out there no more. <laughs> I'm ruffled. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm ruffled and shit. So then I go to I go to Mississippi. I fly into 
fly to Atlanta, and then I'm gonna I'm headed, I'm about to head to New York from Atlanta. Right. So I go in a little I'm hungry, going to the PF Changs. I sit down. I only got about a few minutes, so I'm trying, I'm on a on a rush schedule. So I sit at the bar, boom, 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 order my food. And then as soon as I walk up to the bar, you know what I'm saying? It's like, ah, welcome to the party. I'm like, okay, hey, 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 now. You know what I'm saying? What like, kind of accent was that? Was that what we do? That was Mississippi? That was No, Chinese this lady, this lady, her name was Melissa, and she was from Santa Rosa, Florida. So that was a panhandle okay. Uh, okay. white lady voice. And, okay. you know, the panhandle could be redneck. It could be a lot of things up in that gotcha, panhandle. Gotcha. So you don't know what you're really dealing with. You know what I'm saying? And so, I like that you got a you got a Chiron for her. <laughs> it was like her name <laughs> in this story. You got the whole shit from Santa Rosa. Look, I keep going though. No, but and you know this these people they they own you like they they telling you this is a whole lot of information of in a short amount of time. Like that's how right. comfortable these people are. So right. So you know, so I'm like, what you what's the party? And then. I guess the party was supposed to be some type. They was having some type of vaccination talk before I got there. Mm. And I'm like, well, I don't want to be a part of that party. You know what I'm saying? I want to be a part of the eating party. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, right. and so they, they, I guess that fucked up the vibe and they switched the conversation. Then, you know, you know how they do. They still get nosy anyway. They want to know. You know what I mean? Right. What you doing? Where you coming from? Where you going? Where you live? Where you been? What I'm saying? What's your last name? What's your mama? Left? You know. They get in, they, that's how I know her name, Melissa. She do, I'm right. like, well, hold on, let me ask you some fucking questions. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> You by yourself? Yeah, I'm by myself. I'm solo. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But Santa Rosa is is close to where my pop stays, so, you know, it's like a little whoop-whoop. And then, yeah. um, you know, but it just it just alarmed me how um, weaponized this whole mask and vac- vaccination shit is. And how people want to uh-huh. just jump on it and have these conversations. I mean, it's very simple, man. Huh? You know what I'm saying? There's this thing out there that's causing people to die. You know what I'm saying? Either you're going to get the vaccination or you're not. Either you're going to wear a mask or you're not. It's simple. You know what I'm saying? Right. Why, why we got to sit here and be enemies? It's like somebody said, you know what? Race, race discrimination is played out. Let's create a whole new motherfucking situation. You know what I'm saying? You remember how the you know the, the little old white lady who on the internet and they be showing her clips of her videos and then she be talking about race. Little white Jane lady. Elliot? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then she was right. like, you know what I'm saying? What if we discriminate off the color of your eyes? You know what I'm saying? Right. All the brown eyed kids are good. And all the green eyed kids are terrible. You know what I'm saying? It's like right. let's let's create a whole new fucking <laughs> discriminatory section. Mm-hmm. All the Another vaccinators the are good. All the non-vaxxers, right. they're bad. They're terrible. Yeah, they yeah. they won't be able to. You know what I'm saying? Drink out of the water fountain. You know what I'm saying? That's what's happening. It's like they switched the whole shit. Now everybody is fucking changing their whole. Like we, it's cool that I'm black sitting at the table. Are you vaxxed or unvaxxed? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Man, I'm hungry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fuck all that. What y'all talking about, man? I came here to get me some food so I can get on this plane, man. Right. So it's just interesting, man, just the way the discourse is and, and how comfortable people feel to jump in your lane because you might be doing something that makes, I don't know if my mask makes them feel some kind of way or, 
know what I'm saying? Or if that's saying I'm a I'm some type of political affiliation because I wear a fucking mask. I was wearing a fucking mask for the CDC. Said wear a motherfucking mask. Because I'm like, what the fuck are they doing in the hospital where they got to treat right. these people? They wearing a fucking mask. All right, that's what the fuck I'm going to do. You know? So, miss me with all the discourse. Feel what you yeah, feel. Man. Do what you do, man. Ain't nobody tripping on you. I hear that shit. I'm with you. It's almost like, you know, that, that meme going around the African-American urge to do <laughs> what, you know, it's all of this shit. It's like mm-hmm. the white American urge to get in your business. Like, oh, yo, they, they got the urge, boy. How much your house right costs? Right in there. <laughs> like, yeah, damn. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Invasive. That shit don't be, shit. that shit does not be fucking pleasantries. They asking you real shit. What's the credit score, nigga? So what, what do you do? You said you did what? They'll Google your shit while they're right. talking to you. Yeah, if you don't get out of here with that shit, I don't like it. And they, it's like, it, they don't realize, I mean, they gotta realize. I think it's, Maybe it's some residual slave shit and, you know, the, the, they feeling like they, you know, some white supremacy type shit or whatever, mind state or whatever the fuck. Nah, but man. they don't feel no type of way. No, not to say that I'm yielded to that, but they don't feel no type of way <coughs> about asking. They'll ask each other the same shit, but they no, like, yeah. it feels like it's it's very much. But it, it, they'll ask each other, but I still feel like it's very much like almost let me see your papers type no, talk, but in a in a more civil kind of I'm playing it as small talk, but I need to I gotta figure you out. Right. But but see, again, they do that shit to each other. And when but when it comes to us, it's just an extra layer to it because they were like, wait a minute, how you even end up in this table? How you yeah. end up next to me, first of all? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So let's get there first. You know what I'm saying? How'd you breach? Yeah. Yeah. How did the fuck did you me? even end up to be flying on a plane and sitting at a bar and right. chilling? You know what I'm saying? Like, who gave you a license right. to come in here and chill? Most of you niggas just stay out there in the gate with your bonding on. You know? Exactly. But but they do that shit to each other. You know what I'm saying? That's they the do. that was the trip shit that that tripped me out, you know, when we were in the private school world. The the uh-huh. the, the craziest shit was that I thought it was just me, but uh-huh. nah, them niggas, they don't, they, you know, they don't like to see black <laughs> people, they don't, they don't like to see black people doing better than them, but I realized that them niggas don't like to see nobody doing better than them, especially somebody that's close, like their peer, like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like if you yeah. real rich, 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 and then you untouchable, right. they'll let that pass, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You good. But if you're uh-huh. Jane that lives two doors down, Oh boy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've heard conversations like, you know, yeah, what you guys, what you guys do for the summer? You know, well, we went to right. Plaza Skip and we did, you know, what I'm saying such and such on this particular island. Oh, well, wow, yeah. how long did you guys stay there? Oh, we stayed ten days, and then you're like, okay, oh. and then and then the conversation ends, and then you hear mm-hmm. that same lady later in the day talking to another parent. And it's like relaying do you, it. Do you know that Jane and Ed yep. went to the St. Bart's yeah. for ten days? I mean, I mean, we went for seven, but how how could they how could they be there for ten days? Like, what is, what right. does Ed do? <laughs> it's like, right. you know, what the fuck? Yeah. You were you were in the same place that they were in. They stayed they stayed ten days. They stayed three days longer than you. 
But all of a sudden, it's a whole issue of how, what what does Ed do now? You now y'all on the Google, y'all trying to figure out what the fuck kind of assets Ed has for them to mm-hmm. be able to stay at that place three days longer than you guys. Mm-hmm. And they be dead ass serious. I mean, yeah. they be dead serious, and, and they be mad. You can't do a little bit better. <laughs> now, if you like, if you killing them and crushing them, then they 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 okay with that. If you got, you know, what I'm saying three hundred foot yacht and all that, you like, oh well, all right, cool. I'm gonna buy out, buy on out. But if right. you right there, close enough, and you know, what I'm saying they might have underestimated you by a couple hundred thousand. Right. Oh, they sick. That is the worst yeah. shit ever. That's the, that's the maddest I ever seen a white person. When another white person <laughs> was doing just a little bit better than them. Yeah. Jane and Ed, you know what I'm saying, renovated their bathrooms. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? And you then, believe this? This is their yeah. second renovation in eight years. What yeah. the fuck is yeah. going on over there? Is Ed selling drugs? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like... Like even you see that shit like on on Breaking Bad, like when when the sister who husband was like the DEA agent, when she started seeing the sister being cool and being able to do shit, it was like really like what the fuck is going on over there? You know what I'm saying? Because y'all ain't supposed to be doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? Especially not more than us. Well, well, shit. You know, it's very it's very interesting how they do. It. And a lot of times we be putting that shit on. How they just doing that because we black? That's just how they be doing. You know what I'm saying? I used to think they ain't speak because I was black. I'm a black guy come in, they don't speak. But then I just started to sit back and observe. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers don't speak to nobody. They just, that's not what they do. They be holding on tight to their coffee. And they just be looking mad going to work every day. And why y'all so mad? You're making more than everybody else. What you mad about? Right. And But that's just what it be. Yeah, we clocking each other. Black people do that too. It's different, yeah. but it's know, different. It's just it and there's they want to know real fast though. They don't. They don't black people are, are played subtly and sneak Google you and shit. Nah, yeah. they yeah, gonna they, be at the yeah. dinner table. They be like, well, shit. Well, you live where? Now, how yeah. how much did you pay for that? Really? Yeah. yeah. What kind of mortgage was it? Was a fifteen year, or thirty year? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Be like, yeah, I damn. Definitely less finesse. Definitely less finesse, but there's be you know you got to get out of your head with that shit because what they what people are doing is using somebody as a marker for their own success. Right, it's you a know? mirror. Yeah, it's a mirror. Like to, man, to your point, like if they they live in your neighborhood, like you said, if somebody is out the way rich, they not even it's like they not even in the same conference. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's a whole different. They D one, mm-hmm. we over here D two, we in this shit. How this cat? got two Benzes. I only got one Benz. What's going on over here? I see this motherfucker taking his son go to practice. You know, they they break all of that shit down. People break all that shit down because they like when we first met we was on par. You know, mm-hmm. and I've been kind of struggling a little bit. You know, I'm treading water here. The fucking <laughs> property taxes are going up. You know, this COVID didn't hit. You know, Blase <laughs> Skip. How are you thriving? You know, they mm-hmm. want to know. Man. But uh, <laughs> the the funniest shit you ever want to see uh-huh. is, you know, the gentrifiers in the gentrified neighborhood, right? You uh-huh. move to this place, you know, you're saving it from itself. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you spend right, one right. 1.4 1.4 for the building. You know what I'm saying? You good. Right. You know what I'm saying? All right, I'm all right, I'm doing this shit. Then uh-huh. you got the then you got the people who rent. You know what I'm saying? The $3,000 a floor what used to be, you know what I'm saying, $1,000. Now they paying right. 3. They done yeah. drove it up. Everybody y'all high motherfucking rent. And then you got a pad, you walk down the street. And then you got Tyrone and them, who mama and them had that house since the 60s. This paid for. They ain't got no mortgage no more. Ain't no mm-hmm. stress. You know what I'm saying? And it don't look like nobody really going to work. You know what I'm saying? Then you got Mr. <laughs> Percy. He done work, mm-hmm. retired, paid his house off. He, he grilling in front of his house. He chilling. Right. right. Uh, those Frolicking. two things. Yeah, those two things right there make a coffee worker pissed. Uh-huh. They are yeah. hot, nigga. You know what I'm saying? They stop. Hey, man, what are you? What are you doing? It's sixty degrees. Why are you grilling? Because I want to. I'm good. Shit. You know what I'm saying? And they, <laughs> they gotta go get on the train. That shit right. is the funniest shit you ever want to see. You know what I'm saying? Because you got all these things mixed up, and y'all in the same. Y'all on the like used to be. You living on a block. Everybody pretty much doing. Pretty much the same, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Or or you're or a whole bunch of people doing great, and then just a few of you people, they built a housing project that we can't get rid of. Okay. Right. Right. But when you volunteer to move to a hood, mm-hmm. to get the cheap real estate, you know what I'm saying? Cheap to you, and and you're there with these people. Mm-hmm. That shit is funny more because, like, you can't get rid of this man. This man done paid his house off. He chilling. You can't get rid of them. That's, that grandma paid this house off. Yep, they sitting there smoking their reefer in front of that house. That's they shit. Mm-hmm. What you going to do? Mm-hmm. Nothing. <laughs> Go to That's, work. Um, that reminds me of my, my cousin. <laughs> she got a, you know, she got brownstone right out there at Best Eye. You know, it's, it's official. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, sometimes <laughs> she used to see white people walk by. She'd be like, hello, pilgrim. <laughs> just real fucked up <laughs> shit. <laughs> she, she just get a kick out of saying wow shit like that. But, um, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> it's a hell oh, of a game, oh that's terrible. <laughs> that shit is funny. And gentrified um, games. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's another oh, squid game. terrible, man. Oh, we are we at the problem at the end of the day. We all got to live together and it should right. be funny as fuck. It's going to shoot their shots. There's always going to be a little be conflict here and there. Yeah. Oh, that's, shit, how, that's how it go in the community. Yeah, man. That's what it is. All right. Let's oh, talk shit. about this insecure. Yeah. Me, insecure. Uh, I, you know what's so funny? I was thinking about this today. Uh, thinking about what we was going to talk about, but you know, it's a shame. I, I enjoyed the episode. It's a shame that seeing the core four, it's like seeing the, the actual core players felt like watching an all-star game. Like, it felt like a treat. Like, oh, shit, <laughs> everybody that I know is really in this one. Like, all of the people mm-hmm. <laughs> who got established storylines are all on the, it felt like a posse cut. Like, mm-hmm. oh, shit, they got, they got, fucking, oh, shit, they got Kelly in this joint. Oh, mm-hmm. Lawrence got a verse. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But um, I enjoyed this one. It was a cool out, chill out, you know. Um, 
it was good to see the you know the the friends the squad get together mm-hmm. kind of relax get high drink talk shit you know catch up uh deal with you know some uh you know, some big changes, mm-hmm. uh, deal with the changes of life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, you know, it was, it was cool. And then you seen Lawrence with Condola over there mm-hmm. kind of, I don't know if they playing house now or it's like yeah. flirting with, not really flirting, not playing house. I don't want to say that, but like they're trying to establish a rhythm in co-parenting, mm-hmm. but it's that slippery slope to where, you know, is are we, we you know what I mean? Is this gonna gonna be more than a co-parent situation? I'm moving back in town. We laughing a little bit more. Your sister followed me on the gram, even though it was a fuck up follow, which I kind of want to get into <laughs> what that what that means. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you know, what our thoughts on that is, but like. It's interesting. It's like we here, we created this baby. We both in the same room, you know what I mean? Looking at our child, looking at our connection, kind of, you know, maybe reappraising what once was type of thing, whatever, whatever. Um, That's just overall what I saw, and I appreciate it. What are your thoughts? Let's talk about it. Let's break it down. (coughs) Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess we'll start there since you ended there. Okay. You know, Lawrence Condoleezza. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a thing that happens when you do the grown folk. You know what I'm saying? Do the grown mm-hmm. folk, pull out game week, ski, ski. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Babies. Mm-hmm. Babies happen. You know what I'm saying? It's been happening since right. the beginning of time. You know? Right. We all here because of a little ski, ski. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> but then there's the grown folk thing that happens once the baby is, well, actually during the time that the baby's on the way. And then once the baby is here, you know, I think one, one true thing about the storyline is that a lot of people don't make it through the pregnancy phase. And I think we talked about this here where, you know, the mother is definitely changing to accommodate two people in one body hormones is, is different that's not even the same person that you met and that you kicking that you kicking it with same body same thought process but different chemical makeup which changes a lot of things and some people don't make it through that and some people don't see the value in the patience that that is built during that era but these people they're actually trying to work it out some people just say fuck it you know what i'm saying whatever You know what I mean? And keep it moving. And catch me on the other side. But with these people, you know, they went through a whole rough thing. He made a grown-ass man decision to become closer to to the action so that, you know, he's playing his part. He's doing his part in the whole situation. And so, you know, you got to respect that. So he's there. It's Saturday night. He's newly back in town. He ain't got nobody. She ain't got nobody. They got this baby in common. You know what I'm saying? You ain't rushing to run away from your baby. And, you know, it's a it's a quiet moment. You know, the sun has set. It's quiet. You know what I'm saying? Two grown people in the room. There's somebody that you done had some some relations with. 
You know what I'm saying? You're thinking, damn, you know, what if, what if I had done it this way? What if, you know, a lot of what ifs. That's why she brought up the whole thing about when, you know what I'm saying? She thought about not having the baby. All grown folk shit. Feeding the baby, the baby happy around you. You know what I'm saying? You know she need a little help, so you helping to fold the clothes, put up some shelves and shit. You know what I'm saying? It's just the right shit you thinking to do. It's just when that quiet hit, you know what I mean? You start to really think, what's right? What is, you know what I'm saying? Is this what we supposed to be doing? But I think in this way, they figured out that this ain't really where they was going. You know what I'm saying? When they hit you with the, I want you to be happy. I want you to be happy. It didn't sound like let's be happy together. Sound like I want you to be who you need to be. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to be here to help you and play my part in this situation where we got. However it goes. And I think in his want to be happy, he wanted to, he think being with Issa will make him happy. That's just the way it feels like it's set up to me. I don't know what, they didn't give Conda Lisa a, a happy out, but I wonder what her happy would be. Mm. Yeah, <clears throat> we're going to see. Yeah, we're going to see. It is, I mean, to that point, I think they both were just in that moment. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it, even with uh, uh, Condola, she kind of looked like, she kind of still looked like she's kind of, I don't want to say keeping it at arm's length, but taking it for what it is. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I think, I think it, it was more... You know, Lawrence trying to appeal, and obviously for, for, you know, obvious reasons, he's the one that's visiting, that's coming into, <laughs> you know what I mean? He's the, you know, he's the one that is tagging in when he can. He's not there all the time. So mm-hmm. he kind of got to get to her level on a certain level, and she kind of, I don't want to say side-eyeing. It's a soft side-eye, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But it is, yeah, I want you to be happy. I think they... I, you know, who knows what happiness is for her. Right. Um, they definitely flirting with the whole Lawrence and Issa getting back together. You know, this is probably, the, well, it's at least the second episode in a row where they kind of leave, they leave on that kind of cliffhanger, that mm-hmm. tension between the two of them, that's still that connection. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, you know, I think that, I guess I think most people still kind of, you know, I don't want to say most people, but um, it's funny. I guess that's what everybody's so familiar with that, you know, if that is that winds up being how this whole thing sums up or at least them opening the door, you know what I mean, to explore. I don't, I mean, it would kind of, it would make sense a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Like in the way of, not to say that it's playing it safe or whatever, or, you know, it's kind of like, um, you know, in these soap operas where there's the couple that's been together forever. I forget the name of the couple, but like on 
general hospital or one of them, there was always the couple, I forget their names, but there was always these two that you would always hear about, even if you weren't watching it, but peripheral, you hear about such and such and such and such. They're going to wind up back together. <laughs> da, 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 da. They always circling around. Like it's kind of that, uh, that's what makes the audience most comfortable because that's what we've most invested in on a mm-hmm. certain level. And just in the writing, first off, you could see the Nate phase out. You know, he fighting against the phase out. I thought he was all the way about to get faded out last episode, but he fighting against the fade out. You know what I mean? Um, Look like he winning think, right now. He trying. He trying. He he's expressing himself. He pulled he's the trigger. There. He's, I love yeah. you too. I've always loved you. I've always you know what I'm loved you. I'm not gonna present back to Houston this week. Uh. Not, not this week. Not here. Yeah, not in, not this week. Yeah, I'm all right. Nah, that nigga I'm got a right. lot of motherfucking building to do. He, he do, but know, so. Nigga come in the game with a, uh, got a whole lot going on with myself. He know it. Yeah. But is he working on it? I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? But we could say the same thing about East. You know what I'm saying? Like she got a whole lot of shit going on. They said like what they what they said to her. They said uh, what Molly pulled up when she was when she was drunk about right. to call Lawrence, and she was like, "Yo, you talking about being was it all over the place or something like that?" And like inconsistent. So yo, yeah, yeah, yo, that's that's. But hers versus his, nah, he got a lot more popping than her. Now probably. Probably, you know and we more invested in Issa than we are in Nate. Nate yeah, kind of yeah. like, he's, but but my point, what I was about to say is the fade out on Nate or possible fade out on Nate, we'll see. But it was almost like, you know, back to the whole circling back around Lawrence thing. It was almost like they gave like a uh, a tribute to the other dudes. You know what Ooh. I'm saying? It was like, yo, out of out of my exes, which ones would you <laughs> want to be with? Daniel. So they got their, yeah, they got their props. Daniel or whomever, whoever else was. Oh, but what about such and such? It was like, they not going to get a scene, but we're going to give them a shout out. We're giving them honorable <laughs> mentions. You know what I mean? We're giving them honorable mentions. We're going through the roster, such and such. Peace, peace. You were fun. <laughs> peace, peace. Molly even liked you. You know what I'm saying? There's a little bit of, little bit of salute. Thanks for time served. But now we about to land this plane, and it might, it might, shit, it might be in, in fucking Lawrenceville, Georgia. So we're going to see what's what. We're going to see what happens. Oh, shit. But, you know, uh, what? shit. Tiff, what? we about to go to, go ahead. No, nah, no, nah, go ahead. You about to move. No, nah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. And I was just going. saying, we one of the things that, that, I, that I, I, I picked out of the episode was that I'm not sure if it was the acting, but Issa looked like she really know how to roll a joint. Yo, I rewound that a couple times because you know we talked about that. Like that would be an ill, some ill content. Women just mm-hmm. rolling joints. There's something mm-hmm. sexy about that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, she come on. It might. I don't think it's acting. I think it was just second nature. She got right. that shit done. Bing bing. Because yeah. because in the script they were like, yeah, there's soggy joints, but in the acting. I was like, oh shit, look like she know what the fuck she doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she was mad soggy, comfortable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> she, you know, rolled it. It was, yeah. hey, look like that was gonna be some smokable shit. Right, right, right. Yeah, it wasn't no real, no fumbles on that. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. 
Um, so I saw that. That was, that was a little standout. You know, yeah. it's still we we have moved into the mumblecore era of East of, uh, <laughs> Insecure. There was a whole lot yeah, of talking, yeah. just like you just said. Yeah. Like she stumbled upon the follow or whatever. I missed that. I don't even know what you're talking about. She did what? what you when said? the when the about? sister followed Lawrence, I like I don't know. Oh, I when they that. were in the uh, they was in the kitchen, I guess, or in the in the room with the baby. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Yeah, I thought I was doing good when I saw you." He said, "Um, I I figured I was doing good when I saw your sister followed me," and then Condola was like, "I hate to inform you that was a fuck up follow," which is interesting because I'm curious. They ain't really explore that. Like, mm-hmm. is it a fuck up follow? You know, like sometimes you might be following somebody. And then you hit the follow button by mistake. You fucked mm-hmm. up. And then you're like, ah, oh, I guess I'm following this person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or is it this fuck up ass nigga? Let me <laughs> follow him just so I keep tabs on his ass. And I could tell, you know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. <laughs> oh, he over here doing this shit. I don't know. It was kind of, it was open-ended. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's because it's a lot of fucking talking. You know what I'm saying? And you gotta, you know, what I man, you gotta put the subtitles on and shit to follow along. But yeah, you know, what I'm saying if you don't, if you don't really pay attention, you could be missing some of the little action. And so, yeah, it, you know, the show has turned into that type of uh, show. Yeah, it is. There's definitely a lot more dialogue, a lot of like, you know, um, like you said, mumblecore. It's not a whole lot of action. We ain't going to do too many different locations Mm-mm. this ain't what it used to be it's not entourage for black la that ain't what you know they they cancel dog it felt and to be honest with you this is how you know it was funny to that point when they did cancel the reservation i'm like ah i guess we in the crib you know what <laughs> i mean like ivan was disappointed i was like damn we in the crib because like, i'm not high they like you know what i mean <laughs> He fucked that location. We stay here. Right. I'm like, ah, it's enough. We can go somewhere else. Let me see where y'all's going to go. Yeah. It was like, nah, nah we're going to stay here. We, we, yeah. we, that that restaurant good with the shout out we gave them. <laughs> right, right, right. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to keep it here at the central location. Mm-hmm. But uh, get three episodes left. We'll see what happens. It's not much tension being built not much. I mean, it's familiar tension, and it's not um, not a whole lot of action so far. You know what I mean? It's definitely like, uh, you know, it's just just your moments with these people. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? These 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 last few moments. Hopefully, we'll see if it takes a turn, if it pivots, or if we're going just a, a smooth fade out. It might be a smooth fade out, and that's going to be it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, I mean, you didn't see power yet. You haven't really, you haven't been fucking with Succession, right? <laughs> nah. If, what, if I ain't had time to watch power, you know, it's Succession, that's an investment. That's, right, 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 right. Man, these last two episodes of Succession been they good. They've been heat? Yeah, they've been, well, that last one, I told you that last one was really good. This one was just, I mean, it was just, you just, you forget, not you forget, they just so grimy to each other. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just, it's wild to see. Like, it's good writing. They be going in on each other. Like, just, like, it, it, they, it was some barbs on this shit. Like, they were really 
fucked up to each other. Everybody, like, there was a lot of little rounds and shit like that. And then it was a nice little moment of, um, like, real estate porn. That was some fly shit. You know, they always got some fly shit. There's this one spot. This guy, I think his name is Matson. Lucas Matson, I guess, is uh, one of the guys that they possibly looking to do like a merger with or acquire his company or whatever. So the, the cat got to fly out to where he's staying. Mm-hmm. I feel, I don't know where he was at. He Because they flying from Tuscany because they was in Tuscany for a wedding. They fly out to where his spot is. That shit was fire. Just the, <laughs> and it was like, he was like, yo, this is a nice spot. He was like, yeah, man, I'm trying to get, you know, I want the best of it. I'm trying to get the best shit of all or something like that. It was fire, though. The shit was fly. The mm-hmm. shit was, I don't know where it was. They might have said it. They I'm, they definitely said it. But the shit just on, like, on on a big-ass lake. It looked like somewhere, maybe, I don't know, Italy, somewhere. But just, the like, his view was crazy. The pool was bananas. Like, the shit was just... Shit was dope. I was like, God damn, that was like some some vision board living. I was like, oh, this shit, that shit, that's some of that. You know, you like, I like to see some of that shit. Like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, that's what that's what they doing with the money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, but it was some real cutting back and forth on that shit. Like, yeah, they were going in on each other, and you know, it's uh. Are they figuring it shit out yet, or we got to wait to the end before they figure out what the fuck going on with the company? It's the, they, it's in uh, it's in flux. See, I <laughs> guess you know what I guess I'm cool with a lot of this mumble core shit because I'm you ready for a gunfight? You like yo, what's up, man? This shit, it's been slow early on. These last two episodes, these last two episodes have, have heightened a little bit, but okay. yeah, it's still a very wordy ass, you know, back and forth. It's a lot about the, you know, the the uh interactions between everybody. There's mm-hmm. there's some 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 wild shit going on. It was a couple little moments where it was like, "Oh, that's crazy. I don't want to spoil it for you, especially if you're going to watch it. If you do get around to watching it, Next I don't want to step on no shit." That shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, it was some moments it is funny. It's funny, but it's it's consistently what it is. It's Did. nothing. It ain't gonna be new. Nobody got beat up. Nobody. Did. You know what I'm saying? Did like Jerry that. and old boy get it on again? No, oh, not yeah. nah. She they ain't really get it, it she on. But it straight. She played it straight, but that shit comes to a head. No pun oh, intended. Right. That shit comes <laughs> to a head on this shit, and um, and it's it's an interesting way. I fuck with Jerry. She like one of my favorite characters because she. She's savvy. She play her shit close to the vest. Mm-hmm. She don't really, you know what I mean? She don't get in the way of all of that shit. She know how to navigate the sharks, mm-hmm. you know, know how to, you know, she don't really cower to none of them, you know? Um, yeah, she, and, and, yeah. But it's an interesting, it's an interesting occurrence with Jerry and okay. Roman. Okay, okay, you know? okay, yeah, okay, Yeah, 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 yeah. It's some shit to watch. It's some, it's, these last two episodes, I really... I'll I'll um I stand behind. I'll vouch for them last two. Because the last the last episode I saw, they had to bring the wife back in. You know what I'm saying? To, yeah. To play her role, and she like right. I want I want my number. You know what I'm saying? Right. Is she in right. it any or is she just that was her last little stance? No, she was in this last episode and she got it in. <laughs> she got her shit off. Like you be forgetting, like you forget how. 
evil they all are. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, they can all get, and that's what I'm saying. Like, when I'm talking about the little back and forths between the two and how foul they could be with each other, there's mm-hmm. a scene with the wife, and I, you know what I mean, and, and, and Shiv, where, like, yeah, it get, it get a little, you're like, damn. Oh, shit, damn. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you like, these motherfuckers don't give a fuck. It was good. It's because it's what you know them for. You know what I'm saying? Like they they're not they're not straying too far from the formula. They deep, they getting into it. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. These last two episodes I definitely vouch for. I think it's it's starting to, you know, it's getting out of that uh, you know, exposition land. It's starting mm-hmm. to kind of take a turn. But I guess there's only maybe three episodes left too. So mm-hmm. who knows what's gonna happen. But um, I just like how they 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 really embody their characters, they're, and they, it's pretty much nobody's really that likable on the show, but they're all compelling. So mm-hmm. that there's that that I appreciate about it. Like you know, sometimes when you don't like characters on the show, it's easy to be like, man, I'm good, but I'm into it. Like as much as I'm not, because I'm not really rooting for any of them. They all got their little points where I'm like, "Oh, this cat is good at that," or "This cat is always on this shit." You know what I mean? But the performances, they going for it. It's good. It's worth checking out. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll That's get into up. it. Might, I mean, you know, but but yeah, I do want to talk to you about that power next week. We'll see what's what. Um. Yeah, because I, I really want to know what you're thinking about it. It's interesting. I, it's not too far gone, you know. Um, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, you know, just just out of uh, tradition, you know, streets mm-hmm. have been talking. Like, yo, what's yeah, up, the, man? Yeah, the streets what is, is talking. I didn't even know that shit was coming back so quick. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just in the yeah. middle of a few projects where my weekends have been challenged. You know what I'm saying? I dig it. So... I hear that. But so I got to get it in during the week, which, you know what I'm saying, I got to stay focused on doing that, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it is. Well, shit, I think it's time to transform and roll out, brother. Wear it up, man. Appreciate uh, your time. Yeah, yeah. Likewise, man, you know, and shit. Appreciate y'all for, for listening. Wear it up. And getting to the end of this. And as always, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even an enemy. To get in the conversation, we out. The main thing of it all is to be in the conversation.